It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's what's going on in the world today? Hi. Hello, friends. Welcome in. Episode number 114 of Jobbing Out. 114 is the number, boys. 114. I got nothing. How, how many scream masks came out during that match? It did seem like it was quite a few. <laughs> and there's no doubt about that. Brandon, guess? 114. Um, is it the number of pounds someone weighs? It is not, and that would be quite a small performer. <laughs> I was going to say Leon Ruff yeah, weighs he, 114 He weighs more than 114, pounds. I assure you of that, but not much more. No, that's the combined age of Sting and Bill Goldberg, the two professional wrestlers who have been discussed the most over the course of the last week. I don't... We'll deal with it in a second. Um, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. Um, Joining us, uh, our buddy John Minidakis from Jimmy's is going to check in later on in the program. Uh, It sucks, man. It's just what it is. But um, they're shutting restaurants down again in Baltimore and... I got a bad feeling that means probably going to happen to more of the state at some point. I think we already heard Anne Arundel County is getting shut down, too. It sucks. Yep. Yeah, so I heard PG as well. Yeah, you know, PG as well. Yeah, it just sucks, man. There's just nothing else to say about it. Uh, but we want to continue to support them because they're awesome. So uh, he'll check in, and, and I'm sure he'll have he, – he, he sent me a few sting texts in the last week, so – We'll talk about that. Um, do you want to start by going over war games, or do you want to start with one of these other things that I have at the top of my list? We can start with war games. What, whatever, you, what's on your the list? The truth is that, like, I feel like we're supposed to start with like the bigger stories, and I just don't know how to arrange this the way that we should arrange it. So, like, I feel like we have to cover. I here's the thing. I feel like there was a lot of conversation about the Goldberg Roman Reigns thing. I'm not sure it was all warranted, and that's the part that I'm struggling with. Right. So we could save that for when we talk about Raw and SmackDown, but let's just go ahead and knock it out. I, I would love to flame about rumors about another Goldberg-Roman Reigns match. I have convinced myself there's nothing to it. It's just Goldberg going on whatever the WWE show was and saying something and that it's not a- there's no actual meat to this. And I'm, well, I'm, maybe I'm allowing well, myself to feel that way because I just want it to be that way, but... I, I just get the sense that we kind of ran amok instead of there being actual substance to this. Well, there was one credible report that wasn't specifically about Goldberg, but it was about Roman Reigns' potential WrestleMania opponents. And it was all of the stuff that I we've been afraid of for weeks. It was apparently, you know, whether it's to be trusted or not, I do believe it was from one of those sites that I tend to put a little bit of uh, trust in. It was... It, it, Jey Uso was not on the list, by the way. Man, <laughs> it, of course. four of people. Course. Why, why not, continue not to have him be the singular part of the story in order to not go back and actually pay off the story? 
makes so total sense. Apparently, their eggs are definitely in the rock basket, according to this report. However, if that doesn't happen, the other people were Daniel Bryan, which we've discussed. Yeah, fine. Goldberg. No. <laughs> and Drew McIntyre. No. Which was my no. biggest fear coming out of Survivor Series that everyone said I was stupid for thinking. Well, I mean, so, and we didn't say you were stupid, for, stupid thinking. for thinking. I made it very clear. <laughs> They'd be dumb for thinking. Like, there's anything is possible. We, uh, Brandon, how many times do we have this conversation? Anything is possible, but as you know, there is one time all year when. All right, anyway, the point. So, so there's also one time all year that they do something massively insane, and apparently it's WrestleMania for the past three years. Well, so this is the this is the part of this that I like. I have to keep kicking myself over. Is the part where I want to believe that WrestleMania will be logically booked and will be the culmination of a story that makes sense and knowing it can happen. And when we say that, the, you know, the, it did happen. It's happened multiple times in recent years. <laughs> yeah, like every, every year for the past three years, right? Or well, something like that. What do you no, mean? New York actually no, had New York, and that's fairly thing. logical New, title New, matches. New York weighed but, all the but sense they just in the had, world. But, okay, title matches, you're right, title matches. But they definitely had the insane... Rando, well, but, like, okay, but oh, I have no I'm problem fine. with the insane. I, yeah, I'm fine if, with that. If Goldberg that is on WrestleMania. I have. I mean, I'm not going to say I have no problem with Goldberg on WrestleMania. I mean, I can accept Goldberg in WrestleMania in a whatever match. Yeah, you and I differ there. <laughs> like, I cannot accept. Well, because Goldberg. I, I mean, only because I know it's like there's always one of those matches that shouldn't be on the card. The Batista, the Shane McMahon, the. But hang on a second. Batista Triple H was fine. Batista Triple H was completely. There was non-offensive. It was uh, th- that. That's a completely different thing. Bill Goldberg, in any capacity, is offensive. Like that's over. It's been over. Stop going back to it. Nobody's asking for it. Be done. I know you're gonna say people still chant. People are stupid. Nobody's asking for it, right? Like it's offensive to include Bill Goldberg. But to your Here, point, here's Aaron, where it wouldn't be offensive. Like if they did what they did with the Undertaker the year we were there with Bill Goldberg, that's a hundred percent okay. Like where he just Elias comes out of the out there you know, on Monday night, right? Yeah, he spears him. Yeah, no, no, no. Putting Bill Goldberg in a match is yeah, offensive. Ridiculous. It's, it's it's absurd. It's it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But to your point, Aaron, yes, it's far more offensive if it's a championship match. It's unforgivable if it's a championship match. That's insane and should never occur. I am. I, I want to believe that could never happen. And this is the part that really I struggle with, is that, as you allude to, Aaron, we've seen it. We know it can be done. We know they get why it should be done. We know that they understand the magic of telling a story and having it come full circle at WrestleMania. We un- they, like Whoever is making decisions knows that's possible. Remember we went to the Dolph Ziggler show the night before WrestleMania, and he like laughed at the idea that all of the matches were going to turn out the way that we wanted them to, and then they did anyway. Like, yeah. it, it, it was incredible. It was, it was. Now again, we also had a, a far better experience than a lot of people that went to that WrestleMania. But like, it was the inc- show itself. That the, the experience had nothing to do with the show. No, 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 not at all. Um, it was, it was tremendous. You know, it can be done, and that should be the purpose of WrestleMania. That should be the reason why WrestleMania exists. Now again, we don't know what WrestleMania will look like this year. We don't know, you know, if I, I fear that they're gonna try to pack in as many people as they possibly can. And I, I hope that we've moved along the vaccine and we're closer to that at that point. But you know, I don't feel good about it. Um 
I, I get that you could argue that that type of stuff doesn't have the same impact if you don't have a massive crowd, a full stadium or a full arena, whatever it's going to be, but it's still WrestleMania. You're doing it or you're not doing it, right? Like, if you're doing WrestleMania, it should still be WrestleMania. And I, I love Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan can always be a solution. We've said it a million times. In case of emergency, break glass. Here's Daniel Bryan. He solves your problems. You can do that eternally. But that's not you're, – you're, you're hinting at that story, but you're not really telling it, which is doesn't mean you can't tell a good story. You're just spitting in the face of the story that you're actually telling in the process of doing this. And what does it say about the character that you're pushing if you need someone else to come in and save you or whatever? Because that's the, – ultimately, if you're not doing the Jey Uso thing, that's the way it's going to look. Right, is that whoever? As long as it's not the Rock, the Rock ties into the storyline perfectly. Well, and the, while, well, for, of course. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Glenn's going to argue maybe against it a little bit, but like, of course, that makes sense. And there's, I don't I, think it, there's any valid argument against the, it. No, other no, no, than I'm not. I'm not going to argue. Not it. getting the Jey Uso. Right. Mode. That's. The, I've said this before. That somehow they've done so, this. They've done so well with the Jey Uso thing. They've actually made it to the point where I'm going to be disappointed when the answer is the Rock. Right. Like, that's how insanely well they've done with this. And so, no, 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 I, The Rock makes sense. It's not what I want at this point, but it makes total sense well, in, within the storyline. Well, what if I, and, and we've kind of been talking about it. If it's The Rock, The Rock presumably is not winning. I guess I shouldn't say presumably. Yeah, right. But uh, hopefully is not winning. So you have a story there where Reigns goes over The Rock and then Uso can I mean, win could at you, Summer. Could you effing imagine like like yeah, Roman Reigns? We have Reigns. discussed that too. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did discuss that once before, and that's not the end of the world, right? Like it's not, and it's 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 fine in context. And again, especially if you're going to presume that WrestleMania isn't going to have people, because like that, if if WrestleMania is not going to be have people, I mean, I know we're going to talk about this till we're blue in the face about a lot of different things. That, are, that happened between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania and the moment and whether you need the crowd and all that. And we've said it forever, but like, who knows when we're getting the crowd? You can't do the Jey Uso thing with no crowd. You just can't. Like, and and if, you, and if you're going to make the argument that that's why you do it at SummerSlam instead of Mania, that makes it a bigger moment than WrestleMania I, if yeah, there's a crowd. I mean... It- there's two different things that you're doing there. You're creating a scenario in which there's no crowd at WrestleMania, but a huge crowd at SummerSlam. And while that's totally possible, how you have any thought, like this goes back to the thing that I've eternally said. Based on the metrics that event planners are operating under right now, it is a big possibility that you could have minimum to no crowd in April. However, a, fairly sizable one in august it and, is and and i've heard some things along those lines but not that direct and especially like if if we're if the metrics are trending the way that you would get to getting to those big crowds then the wb is going to attempt to have a crowd right like and it won't again it won't be a hundred thousand people it won't be whatever you know i don't you can't even do a hundred thousand people in tampa what can you do 70 Seventy thousand right. people. Yeah, um, it wouldn't be seventy thousand people, but they would expect to have a, a sizable crowd. If the metrics that put us back to having full crowds by the fall are starting to fall into place, they would definitely look to have a sizable crowd for WrestleMania. They would not be, you know, no, I, no, no, you can't. No, it won't be possible in April. It's just not. 
it, April is not in in the realm. Um, but August, no, no, no. Is it, April's realm. absolutely in the realm of having a sizable crowd because right now you can have sizable crowds at football games in Florida. Well, the, what like, you consider sizable and I consider sizable. I just might said be it's not going to be seventy thousand people, but a sizable. Well, it's crowd, not even going to be half. I mean, it's it it's wouldn't not, be. It's not going to be possible. It wouldn't. I'm, I'm telling it, you right now, it yeah, won't be. Brandon, in Florida right now, it's possible, and this is in the middle of the insanest part of the the whole numbers. Like they, they're already doing it in Florida. They just don't give a shit. That's the yeah, way they but, operate. But like, you're doing it in Florida, but are you doing it in Florida on a national stage? They they would do Florida it. Florida State games I are mean, like I, I don't, national stage. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing, man. Like, so they, how many people do they have at Florida State games? I think they have like twenty five or thirty thousand. Yeah, I mean, you, we we made the same argument last year, and they did WrestleMania in the Performance Center. Well, I'm right, just saying. But last year, we literally shut down the country. Well, right, like, but you guys made the same argument, and I told you. No, no, yeah, but the, the argument that I made is if they the could. argument that was before anything right. shut The down. argument was if it was possible, they would do it. It was literally not possible right now, today, when we know that we are dealing with the deadliest days in American history, they can put 30,000 people at a football game in Florida. Like, at the worst of this, they can put 30,000 people in a football game in Florida. If they can do that outside of... I mean, I don't even know what this scenario. I just, I just can't see be. them taking that chance because then you're going to cause people to internationally travel to go to it. I think they have a bigger responsibility than like Florida State football games because that's fairly regional. You know, like I think putting something like this out there is a much bigger target on your shoulder than putting a Ravens game on or whatever. You know, I mean, are you talking about ethics when it comes to the I WWE? Mean, I, I mean, I think that <laughs> they care about ethics when it relates to PR and optics. They went you know? to Saudi Arabia right but after. They lied, but, but yeah, but they they didn't say they were. You know, they thought they could get away with doing a TV show in a phantom place or whatever. I mean, I they mean, didn't I, bro, I don't. I like, don't. They well, they're they're going to say, "Oh, we're taking all the precautions." Like they can spin it. Like I, I have no I just idea. Think like it's odd that they won't even they won't even put people in their performance center right now, and you think they're going to be comfortable doing that? Oh, I well, I think there's a big massive difference between there being an indoor and an outdoor venue, man. Like I think those are incredibly different. I, I think things. people think there is, but I, there's not really that much of a difference. Well, there is, like throughout the country. I mean, whether there should be or not, that's the way it's been but treated. That's that's my point. Yeah, there I mean, like be, we've but... treated them as significantly different things in the way that we've held events. We've held events with lots of people outdoors. We haven't done that with indoor events. Now, you could say that, like, I think maybe in the the Colts might have closed their roof once for a football game this season that had some people in it. So, like, that's the closest thing that we've come. And the Cowboys, we, did they close the roof? They, they I don't, don't. Do they ever have the like the fully closed versus fully open thing? I don't know exactly don't, what their situation. I, I mean, I, but they're doing what twenty seven thousand a game. Something oh like yeah, that? I mean, they're doing they're doing huge numbers. I know that you know they, they did they did a a, a fight. Javante uh, uh, Davis fought in the Alamo Dome, I think it was in San Antonio, which is completely closed, and that did have a lot of people in it. Um, the, the biggest problem they've had, like there was the the idea was, you know, they, they thought they weren't going to be able to do, by the government standards, they weren't going to be able to do people inside the Thunderdome, and then afterwards they did, and now they have this Thunderdome that looks incredible, and the truth is, they don't want to get rid of that, it's the thing that we talked about before, they don't want to trade off the image where they actually have people for an image where you have people every fourth seat or something like that. 
So that might It'll be interesting to see what they do in Tampa now. Right. That might ultimately be like an interesting way of looking at this. The word is that they were trying to construct the Thunderdome in Tampa in a way that they could also have people inside of it for the Royal Rumble, right? So I, I don't know what that will look like. The images that we've seen so far, I'm not really sure how that would be plausible unless it's again, it could be the scenario where you just have people off camera, right? Like, you know, the, the camera shot will still be the Thunderdome, and if you want to come in, you're just not going to be on camera, which, I mean, it, it seems like a way they could go about selling some tickets in order to do some yeah. stuff. Um, it, it's weird, and I'm not telling you that I know anything. I sure as shit don't know anything, but the scenario by which the metrics are hitting that you have a full stadium, and, and we don't even know that they would do it at a stadium for SummerSlam, although... It would make if they sense, miss WrestleMania, right, I, that they would try to. It, yeah, exactly. not not necessarily full, but full-ish. Versus yeah. like versus, the versus being zero, oh. and and yeah. again, it's the it's the other thing that we kept talking about going back to it. Like, you're gonna do WrestleMania or you're not. Like this thing where you just keep wanting to wait on everything in order to have crowds, and we don't want to pull the trigger on this until we can do it just right. Well, in the process, what if Roman Reigns gets hurt? What if Jey Uso gets hurt? Like, any decision that you make with the idea being, well, we'd rather have a bigger crowd there. We'd rather have whatever it's going to be. All you're doing is running the risk of that not coming to fruition and, and, and messing your booking up in the process to try to drag it out longer. If ultimately you're ever going to do something with Jey Uso, do it at WrestleMania. If you're not, and by the way, that's what I fear the answer really is, is that they're just not. Right. That this is just a really well-told story that they don't think there's any money in, and so the moment they can dispatch it for somebody that's a bigger star, they're going to do that. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. But if you're ever going to tell that story, just go ahead and do it at WrestleMania. It makes all the sense in the world, and you continue to make that the, the, the story you're telling. Like, that is the story of all of this. Week in and week out is Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. You can insert other people, and Kevin Owens is doing a fine job and the whole deal, but we all know what the story is. The story is Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. It deserves to have a payoff. I don't disagree. And actually, I want, I want to bring this back because we're focusing so much on WrestleMania when it comes to Goldberg. I actually think it's less likely it's WrestleMania and more likely, assuming that they're not going to do something crazy and go to Saudi Arabia, because that would be the obvious spot for this. Um, the Rumble, like that's always the throwaway title match is the Royal Rumble. Could they do it there? And while it would still be not good and not what we want to see, is that more palatable knowing that it's just Roman right, Reigns if the, winning? If there's ever a, a place, of course it's match. more palatable. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, it's definitely more palatable. That doesn't make it forgivable, right? right. Like there's like, a difference like between those two things. Is the worst case scenario. That means anything else is more palatable. Right. I mean, I almost say outside of Saudi Arabia, Royal Rumble is the best case scenario for that because again, we don't typically care about the title match at the Rumble. Right. I mean, I, I while I hear you. It's still not ex like. I, oh, I, I, I don't well, want to. I'm don't... just saying, if we're getting it, where do I want it? I want it at the Rumble. Well, here's here's and here's the here's where it sucks uh, because you know aside from last year's, well, I can't even make the argument because yes, last year was such a fucking joke, but um that the the Lesnar match, but the year before that, I mean, we would have been robbed of like one of the best matches I saw all year if that was Goldberg instead of Finn Balor. So, like, you know, like, if if the alternative is they're just going to have him kill, like, 
Xavier Woods or something, uh, then yeah, get, I, I'd actually rather have Goldberg <laughs> in the match. Um, but you know, I would rather them let him wrestle because he can wrestle. Roman Reigns is a good worker, you know, newsflash. Like I, I agree. <laughs> like that's let him wrestle somebody. Even well, if they're... it's a, someone like like Aaron says, like I, I think we get so blase about this, it's like, well, it's a nothing anyway. Yeah, but it's a really good fucking match. Like I'm not, I don't read the results, like all these jaded fans who like I, I I honestly think a lot of the people who shit on wrestling the most don't even watch the show. I think most of them read the results and they just want something to bitch about. If you watch some of this stuff, like I sometimes I think aside from the inevitable result, we get an entertainment out of it. <laughs> and uh, Bill Goldberg, blah, 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 Bill Goldberg matches are not entertaining anymore. No, I, I mean, they not, never, I they never, they hang on, were, they never were but, right. Yeah. The Bill Goldberg was never there for a wrestling match. Like, but, but let's be honest in, in those Brock Lesnar matches like that Brock Lesnar match in Orlando was pretty entertaining. But uh, not anymore. That was four Lesner. years ago. It's not because of yeah. Bill Goldberg. I, that was an entertaining match. I'm just throwing that it's out. Because there. of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, yeah, hang on a look second. At every other match he's you had. Think, every other what, match. What do you mean by it, what do you mean by it was entertaining? We we all agreed coming back a, after that that we really enjoyed that match. Yeah, I, that was an entertaining match. For what it was. I don't remember feeling that it was entertaining. I think I remember feeling like it surpassed my expectations. Or something like that. I don't know that I remember feeling that it was entertaining. I don't, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's a word that I use to 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 to, to cover something else. I don't know. It's like um, the best. It's like it was like the best sixty second like punk song. It's like you wouldn't <laughs> say it's a really good song, but you're like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, you know? I mean, like it was that, the song two of wrestling matches. Hang on, the song two is <laughs> a great song. Stop! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a really good song. Song yeah. two is a tremendous song. Well, and I honestly, for again, for the five minute ridiculous match, like that was really entertaining. Yeah, now I, you're, I, now you're trying to you're trying to spin it again. Like this is I'm not <laughs> spinning it. This was what we I think we pretty much all agreed about this coming out of WrestleMania. We WrestleMania sat down at that match table. Was, I would have characterized it as good. Man, yeah. man. I mean, I somebody's gonna pull up and and find what I said. No, nobody's gonna do that. But somebody would pull up and find out what I actually said, and I'd be like, "All right, maybe I did say that. I don't know. I don't. I I feel I like I feel like we all agreed on it being good. I really do. I, I, I don't even know if you were on the yeah, show. Yet. You were, we you were, were yeah, you were sitting at AJ's kitchen yeah, table with Mix. I'm trying to. I don't remember much. I remember having to jump into a pond. That's about all I remember. Yes. I also remember spending most of that day really drunk, um, and falling asleep in the state. I had a thing about WrestleMania. Um, anyway, all right, moral of the story. Let's get back to that part. Moral of the story being, the answer can never be Goldberg. There's no scenario by which I say that's okay. And and I get what you're saying, Aaron, but there's still no scenario in which that's okay. There has to be a standard by which we say, no, this can no longer be part of what it is that we do. That's not the way that it works. Yes, you can give the caveats of there are places where it's less offensive, where you say, I accept that this is the way that it works in Saudi Arabia or whatever. That's just the way that things go. You have to deal with it. It's fine. You can choose not to watch. There, there should be a line by which we say, no, no matter what, in no scenario should Bill Goldberg be involved chasing after a championship in the WWE. That, that shouldn't be okay. We should be able to say no to that specifically. Um, we should be able to say no to Bill Goldberg being a significant part of the stories that you tell in WWE. Again, to your point, if you're throwing him into some silly thing and it, it, it's still not good, there's no world in which I'm, I'm saying thumbs up to it, 
But if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt. Anything like this is hurtful. Anything right now that doesn't involve you finishing off the Jey Uso story is hurtful. Like, it is. Only because of the work that you've done. And this goes back to my problem that, like, the Drew McIntyre thing in a vacuum was fine. It's just that you didn't do any of the work. You just decided you were going to do it. And that's... Like, you could argue that if it's Daniel Bryan, at least you've done a little bit of the work. At least you set that in. But anything else that you're doing at this point is just something you're kind of forcing in for the sake of doing it, going into WrestleMania and spitting in the face of all the work that you've done in the process. I mean, the Drew work has begun. Now? No, 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 now. Oh, you're saying if it's Roman Drew. Yeah. I I was referring to Drew from last year. And my problem... I just mean the other option that was on that list was Drew McIntyre, which, you know, to be honest with you, like... If they're not going to do Jey Uso, like if you're telling me they're not doing it and and the options are the ones presented, I'm probably taking that one because um, aside from, you know, aside from some really good story with Daniel Bryan, I think we know what the deal is with Daniel Bryan, right? Like he's kind of on his way out. He's kind of going to transition to this backstage role. Like he's kind of done. So it's going to be a one and it's going to be a get us through WrestleMania booking. Roman Reigns is going to win, yada, yada, yada. The Drew McIntyre thing, I think, is fascinating because who who do they put over? I, I, I can't tell you. I mean, like it would depend on the work they do as for as far as what I would think then if it was obvious or not. But right now I couldn't tell you who they would put over. Uh, I, think it, I think if they do it again, they'd have to be putting over Drew. I, I mean, I do. I, 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 I don't think they have to do anything. No, I, I, I think I don't think that there's any, there's no purpose to doing it. If you're not putting over Drew, like there's just, there's no need. There's no, I don't need. I mean, they probably do that, but would they, they don't have to do that. I think that there's but then, plenty but of, but then they, you're, I mean, you're, you're talking about, Reigns then just you know being clearly better than Drew McIntyre, which I don't know is the story they want. Well, he the, didn't the, he didn't beat him fair at Survivor Series. Okay, no, that's he that, cheated. So the match right. is irrelevant. But Aaron's point remains: if he does it at WrestleMania, then you're putting a scenario where one guy is clearly better than the other guy. Maybe it just depends how they do it, and it also depends on what their plans are. Like, do they want Roman Reigns to hold the title for a really really long time? For some specific reason, or because uh, if if the plans are really The Rock, we know The Rock's losing. So if that's really what their A plan is, who knows? You know. But if that's the A plan, then that would suggest but, he's going to be the champion. But for the a point while. is, you and I'm okay with him right. having a clear win in a good story. But, but that makes me feel what, like then, no matter who fights him, he's going to win. Thing, but then why does it need to be Drew McIntyre? I'd the, rather have the good story because I I think the Drew story in this context in the you know, we're looking for someone to dethrone the head of the table. Drew is a hard story for me to see long term, simply because you want that underdog. You want the the under and Drew McIntyre is not an underdog in any sort of way. You can't position him as one. Well, you can do that with Jey Uso. You can do that with Daniel Bryan. You can do that with a number of other people. It's a very different story with Drew McIntyre, and it's not a story that me personally, and I'm not saying they won't do it. I'm just saying it's not a story that I'm necessarily want to see going into WrestleMania this year. I want to see that underdog trying to dethrone the head of the table. Well, that's the and that's the best thing about WrestleMania. The value. I, look, I'm not trying to pretend like there wouldn't be value in a another Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns WrestleMania match. It's your two the, the the two individuals that you have identified as the absolute two top stars in your company. 
going up against each other, um, and you've done a good job of solidifying them over the last five months as being those two top stars in your company. That that's that, I mean that's that's kind of awesome. It's a clash of the titans, legitimate thing yeah, that you can that, go back that's to. That's where I'm coming but, from. But and the what problem if they want is, them to be but, Cena, you know. But you have uh, to make a mess in order to pull it off. That's the part that I don't have an issue that I would have an issue with. In order to do it, you have to make a mess. You have well, not to not really. Drew McIntyre drops the title and wins the Royal Rumble. Clean. Right. There, it's no clean, but then it's not a great story going in. Yeah, now I, I don't believe that's the great story. It's a clash of the Titans, A coming off of a Drew loss, and B either going into you Drew just winning. explain why it's a good story <laughs> no i i really didn't explain why it's a good story because then either you're going to have drew winning in which case i don't you know again i want the underdog i think this story sets up for an underdog i want the underdog which is not drew here but it can't or always you have be drew that. losing and then it's not a clash of the titans but the underdog is not the only story to tell it can't always be the underdog in this story i think it, to dethrone roman it should be this is set up for an underdog but that's right. not what wrestling to. always is. I it's mean, not, it's but in not. this specific story, I don't want another Titan overthrowing the Titan. Okay, so I, then so then we'll do the underdog thing or whatever, and we'll get to the next WrestleMania, and you'll say the same thing. I mean, I think at some point you have to be I, open. I'm fine with it if if he's already not if he's no longer the head of the table, I'm fine with him, you know, having the Clash of the Titans. In this specific storyline, I don't want a Clash of the Titans when you're talking about I'm better than everybody, and then it's just another, you know, another Titan. It's set up for an underdog here. I, I may, I, I don't know. I think you and I are in two different places. I, I hear what you're saying, Aaron, but I, 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 again, I think there's value in it, and I still think that, like, to brand, if you have Drew lose, you would still have the ability to have someone else who is an underdog win and go over Roman at some point. But what yes. if? But what was the point of that? For, again, that's the problem I have is that doing this only makes sense to me if Drew McIntyre is winning. What right. what benefit is it to Drew McIntyre to lose to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? I, I don't. Well, the benefit is they're both thirty five and he's probably going to be wrestling for the next eight years, and you've got lots of these to come. Then uh, why do you just, need it here? I mean, that's I. I'm, I'm because I'm, because the whole reason, like when they go back to. You know, I know we didn't all agree with them, but they worked when they went back to the big John Cena, Randy Orton matches. The reason those were were what they were is because of the history that they had together. I understand that, but I think that there's also an assumption that you're making there that Roman Reigns is definitely going to be a full time wrestler for the next ten years. And considering the inroads that he's I already mean, made, doing I think five. I mean, like maybe, but I I don't know that you're going to be able to count on it. You've been able to count on know, him. Did, having... did we have any Orton Cena single WrestleMania matches? We're comparing this to Orton Cena. High profile there, there were high profile, but none of them really, except for you know the the one that unified the titles back in 2013. It was all just kind of they ran into each other. It wasn't let's force this at WrestleMania. Well, they forced Cena Rock twice. Okay. I, I mean, I but just that's don't not see what your point. I I don't know. I don't understand what that. Well, 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 my point. Well, my point is looking at this as this specific WrestleMania match. Either it, it's sort of what Glenn said. Only I took it a step further. Either you're having Drew, uh, you know, either you're having Drew lose, which does not help the future of Reigns and Drew, or you're having Drew win, which I don't want to see in this specific storyline. I, I I actually think that in a really weird way we got to a good point there. I'm I'm, I'm being honest. I in a you know it, I, I this is why I, it's why I wouldn't. I would do it 
if you've decided that Drew McIntyre is going over and it's a big moment for Drew McIntyre, the problem being with that, I don't like that for the culmination of this Roman Reigns story. So I, I'm, I'm going to argue myself out of any scenario by which I think it works. I, I don't mind Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns because I get what it is that you're trying to accomplish. What I guess I would say is uh, SummerSlam works for that too. You know, like you can, the Clash of the Titans can always occur. Like you yeah. don't, you don't need to sell the Clash of the Titans at WrestleMania. The best things that you do at WrestleMania are the logical story of someone coming up, having their year, and getting their moment. Um, and you can say, hey, well, Drew didn't really get his moment last year, and and frankly, he didn't really come up to have deserved the moment last year. But they did. They gave Drew McIntyre his moment. It happened on a Monday Night Raw. That was the Drew McIntyre moment. Now yeah. he's the guy. There isn't another Drew McIntyre moment to be had. You've well, you have done to remember that. there's another belt. So there's there's two belts. So you can do the moment with the other belt, and you can do the Clash of the Titans but, with But this. if you're having Drew McIntyre drop his belt in two months, what story are you telling in two months that is creating the moment? What do you mean? I, the the moment is presumably crowning Drew McIntyre. He's bigger than Roman Reigns. Is that yeah. moment? And I don't, I don't know. It, it's not as good as other moments. No, you're saying there's a second. There's a second belt that you can use to create a moment. What I'm saying is you can't do that if you only have two months to tell that story. Like you, the, the well, thing, they did. I, they I, did I it last year. <laughs> I, I was gonna say. I, well, no, I think, you, and I think you can tell the story. It's just a very. It's the story doesn't become about. No, no, no. You know, I, I'm Roman talking about Reigns something anymore. The story is now. I'm trying Drew to. Is the I'm trying to. We're talking about two different WWE. things. We're talking about two different things right now. Brandon said there's what I said. There's, there's another a different. Belt in a there's random, a different whoever belt. Whoever the person is that's going to be the up and comer. Right. Can win. Can win the other belt. I'm saying they did the this exact thing last year. Right, but that's why I did it. I thought it sucked. I told but, you that but, a million but, times. But there wasn't it a sucks moment. And whether they're going to do it or not. Or I agree with things. that. I still get to say it sucks. Look, we, we okay. So go, if we're talking about it what are they going to do, well, they'll probably just do Goldberg. Right. Like this is the thing. Why are we having this conversation if what we're just going to say is they'll just do it anyway? I reserve the right to say that the the work should have started. We talked about this with Kevin Owens. When you start doing the work the previous September, that should be the work that leads to oh, a WrestleMania you know, I, moment. I made a mistake. There was one other person that was on that list. Uh, Big E was on the list. Eh, I think you can tell, and again, that goes into my kind of underdog. You can tell a compelling story there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was it was Big E, Daniel Bryan, Goldberg, and Drew McIntyre. I gotta be honest. I I am I'm I'm I can't I'm despondent over the fact that they everybody else that's so excited about them giving him his own music. It's the I. It it to me is the the path back to you forgetting what it is that made this whole thing work. Like. I don't think you're getting Big E over that way, the way that you think that you're getting. I think you can make him a star. I think you can make him matter. I think you can make him be a, a main eventer. I don't think you're getting the Big E mega push singles baby face moment without Big E still being the New Day. That's what we loved. We liked Big E. We loved the New Day. We liked Kofi Kingston. We loved Kofi in the New Day. I I can't disagree with this decision anymore. I hated it when you guys brought it up the first time. I hate that they're doing it. I think it's terrible for them to just say now he's just Biggie again and he can do the the old entrance and and have. I think it's a terrible decision. He is still wearing the New Day gear. To be fair, uh, they, there's something for that, but it's clear how much they're trying to separate it. 
I, I hate it. I hate it. I think it's an utter, complete miss as to what works. That's all I'm saying. What else from Raw and SmackDown quickly? Uh, I mean, just to, to add to that, uh, even though I, I'm torn on the theme, again, especially because I wanted the old theme back, uh, the chalk is great. I, I've missed the chalk. I forgot how much I missed the chalk because that was a great entrance. That that used to be and still is a great entrance. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to trust them with it for now because SmackDown is doing so well with the Roman Reigns thing. But uh, it, it's funny because I was one of those people that said I really think they should change his music, and then you guys talked me into why they shouldn't. So then when they did it, I was less excited than I would have been. <laughs> Um, but you know, let's see what they do with him. I, I do think if they, if, if he's pushed the right way, it will help that he is not attached to these people. And I, I know we disagree about that. I, 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 he, it's, it's pushing him like any other big man that they've pushed. It's, it's the way that you make him Braun Strowman, man. I, and, and hopefully and, not. I was going to say, I, I, I hope that the, the genie's out of the bottle on that one and you can't make him uncharismatic because he is and everyone can see it. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm choosing to believe that they, it's almost impossible to do that. And, and the fact that the this show, was... If they watch the, the way, show, Ed, they did let him... He's st- his character is exactly the same. Yeah. There's nothing different about his character. He was goofy backstage. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. That's all and I'm going to say. Idea, I hope you're so. right. Now, if, they, if they change the character, you're a hundred percent. They can't do that. I, I they absolutely cannot do I, that. What I fear is that when they look to elevate a big man, they have a roadmap for how a big man gets elevated. They all. Look- it, it, you're you're right. If they do that, they, they're wrong, and it will fail. And he will be Braun Strowman. If they do this, which is like okay, they tweaked a couple of things with his music or whatever in the chalk. But if he is this guy. With a push, he could be the biggest guy on the show. I, I really believe that. With the per- that person, I mean, he already almost is. You know what I mean? He's part of the biggest yes. faction on the show. Like if they push him, if he's beat, if if they give him a Drew McIntyre s push with his personality, he will be one of the most over guys on the show. I hope you're it right. It will work. I hope you're right. I, I mean, I Rusev should have gotten a lot of things. I, I hope you're right, man. I, I hope you are. Well, I hope. No, I'm saying if they push him, it I, will I, work. I, well, I don't, I'm not convinced they will. But if they do it and they don't make him brooding and you know serious, right. I think it'll work more than they think it'll work. I, I really do. Um, it, they just have to believe, man. And um, I don't know if they do. Right. Anything else from uh, Raw? From Raw? Well, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lumping Raw in with SmackDown. I'm lumping okay. the two uh, in Well, SmackDown just... What are they doing with Bailey right now? That was a dumb, dumb booking decision. It's not her turn, and it's okay. She dominated for two years. For her to lose cleanly to Natalia. I mean, I, I saw you tweet about it, and I, I wasn't as worked up about it as you were. I get it. I do get it. I get what you're saying. Like, I, it still seems like, though, the ba- like the Bailey end of that will be more significant, right? Like, my gut is yes. that, that that's that will be used in some sort of way that, that it, it's not just that she lost a match to Natalia, right? Like, it's just my gut. I don't know. Um, Do you think it'll be her road back to finding her cheeriness? I don't know about that. I don't, no. I don't know. I don't know. But I just think that somehow it'll, it'll, it'll be a relevant part of a story that's being told. I mean, they're pushing, they're pushing her versus Bianca. Right, and which is, makes even less sense why you would have her it, lose to Natalia. 
Yeah, it, it's weird. I, but I'm with Glenn. There's something. There's something here that we need to wait to see. But it's bizarre. I'm, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I want to make that very clear. I'm not. It's it's weird. It's weird. I, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't get the same reaction out of me that it got out of you. That's all. Um, the Bray Wyatt on uh, Raw. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. How, how did it take them this long to do that? <laughs> yeah, I've I've kind of been in on this the whole time. Now I I assume yeah. that that wasn't live. It, I ass- yeah, I think they've. It, people have gone through and found evidence that it was pre-taped. Right. Yes. Um, Which is why, I wonder the how the Go- Thunderdome people, I guess they just subbed in the tape for the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume that's what they do. Um, I, I liked it. I really did. I thought it yeah. was I thought it was clever. I thought they've been doing a lot of clever um, over the last couple of weeks with, with all of this. So I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm totally good with it. I, they're, they're hugging the line with uh, well, I'm sorry. We're still talking about. I was going to change the subject, but it's fine. Yeah, I, don't I, really have anything I else like to this. Say. Um, I think depending on what the matches are, you know, as long as they don't do what they did at WrestleMania, they'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 that was a very specific thing. I don't think I don't think we're going to see worms. Um, yeah. as far as the Sheamus like Drew McIntyre thing that we all knew was coming, and I. I've 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 wavered on whether or not I like the fact that they called their shot on this one. Like, I think I do kind of in a weird way appreciate it. <laughs> like that that they didn't hide from the fact that we all thought this is what was going to happen. They announced it and then they did it anyway. In a weird way, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of okay with this. No, but they're back to friends. Again. I was going to say they they did the twist. I, I but. The, <sighs> That, that was like the, it was hey, the, I, I need these to are the Irish guys. Yeah, exactly. Right, the Irish right. Guys now we're cool. Yeah. Each other and then yeah, hug yeah. Like that's the way that it works. I don't know, man. I. Well, I mean, obviously it's going that way, but I like how they kind of did the bait. They did switch. the the bait. All right. All right. Being done very well. Yeah. I, the only thing that's weird about it is, like, are you are you doing this all the one week later? Do something else to get Sheamus into a match at a pay per view, right? Like it's. You're kind of putting yourself up against it time-wise if you're trying to make that a triple threat. If you're not, it goes back to the issue that I have, which I don't like you telling one story while you've got that performer in a match for a championship, right? Like, that... If you it is that is weird. And, so, and well, I, hold it, on. Didn't we say last week that this was good that they were telling all sorts of stories yeah. around this match, and that's what made it interesting? It made it yeah. interesting, but it's got to get there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, well, it's... it's Good, sorry. It's wrong to the match that you're doing to make it a secondary part of its own story. If you're not doing a triple threat match at TLC, I'm not okay with this. I'm okay with it because you're making it compelling in the process. If you're not doing that, what's the point exactly? Well, can I introduce something? Does it make it okay that there are outside forces that I see it's not just about the three of them. There's also the Miz and Morrison. So it's sort of to me makes it fine because that's his backup, right? Like so uh, it's if, it if, plays if, its way okay. into the story if what without you, if what you're it saying being about those two fighting for the title because they literally have not brought that up at all. Right. And if what you're saying is um ultimately this will clean up as Sheamus agreeing to stand in Drew McIntyre's corner on at TLC and sort of yes. watch out to make sure that the Miz and Morrison don't do anything. I, 
Even if they don't literally say that, that's what's going to happen. He's going to come running out there's, whenever. There's this like, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let me ask this another word. You don't, you don't like multiple stories being told, but in the other program, there are two stories being told within the family and with Jey Uso and then with Kevin Owens. Do you have a problem with that one? Uh, no, not nearly as much because that one's far more like we, they've done a far better job of telling that story. Like we know what's going on there. Jey Uso is being a subservient, um, because he has to, like he has no choice. And now he's coming around to the idea because I have no choice. I might as well do it. That story is purposely left on the back burner. The Seamus story is the one that they're actually like throwing at you. This is the story that matters. Yes. We're also going to have a match. Um, the, the Jey Uso story, they're telling you this is the secondary story here at the moment. Right? I don't know that they are telling and us that's, that's, and that's the fair. secondary and, story. I, and it's I did, very I did, prominent. I did just start the show by saying this is the story. It's the story yeah. that we all it's the story we all know matters most, right? Like we do. We all know that it matters most. And part of this is you've got Kevin Owens on the other side and Kevin Owens is doing a good job. If maybe, for example, you hadn't had the Kevin Owens thing, I might be closer to feeling that way. I, I guess what I'm really saying is I don't like the idea of having a championship match at a pay-per-view that everybody says we know doesn't matter. That's really what I don't like. I really don't like doing things that we know don't matter. Now, I get it. It happens. It happens all the time. The, that's the way it works. It shouldn't be that way. Like, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be Aaron. Gonna say, I'm going to be Aaron right now. But if you're going to do a match like this, this is the pay-per-view to do it at. Well, <laughs> and, this is the pay-per-view. and again, I would argue that Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens doesn't matter. And then that's fine, right? Like you're you're probably not wrong about that, but it's Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens makes things matter, right? Like he forces things to matter. Well, then what about AJ Styles? I, he, you could argue it, AJ Styles. He, it should be that way, but have you felt anything about AJ Styles that has mattered in the last couple of weeks? No, absolutely not. And that's but, sort of my point, know. right? Like one, the, you're right. They're both kind of doing I, I similar things. I just don't things. know that I, I view I, Kevin Owens that much higher. I well, I think that they've done. If only the talking smack segment alone, they have made it that he matters more. Like, singularly, that alone has made Kevin Owens more relevant. He's done better work in this as being the secondary part of the story than AJ Styles has. And that's not a knock on AJ Styles, who we all know is phenomenal. Ha, ha, ha. But, uh, but that's just the way that's played out. They haven't really done anything with AJ Styles. Well, And, like, and the other part is, to, to Glenn's point, AJ Styles isn't the focal point even of, like, the heel side of that. It's like this gang of dudes. And, 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 and I'm actually okay with this because I like all of the, I think this is a, I think this has been like a dynamic story, if not like a good one, if that makes sense. Like it's, there's yeah, so many I, different and, and parts. By the way, I don't even know that it's not, a, it's not, a, I don't know if it's wrong to say it's not been a good story. I'm talking about two specific things. I'm talking to the point where you get to the pay-per-view and you remember, right, the championship match that's happening on the pay-per-view doesn't fucking matter. Like, the story itself is good. You just remember once you get to that match, oh, this is no different than if they did a championship match well, on a SmackDown or on a Raw. Except, except with this one, it matters because you have a briefcase hanging around. And, and that's the thing. The match itself may not matter, but everything that happens the around situation the situation does matter. That's sort, and, of, that's sort of what I'm saying. The story can be good while the match can still be irrelevant. And that's... I. I don't because think you... we had the storyline that can factor directly into the match. And I think that's the only reason the story is being told in this way is so that you've all these parts because like it I think I said this last week in 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 praising them 
if we were just going into this match and it was just Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles because he won some match, I I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen <laughs> in that match. But now we really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, I, I think it's very, you know, I think they're definitely setting up. Well, if, if, if they didn't do what they did Monday, I would have said this is setting up for like the accidental bro kick that causes him to lose like in some way, like they're getting, they're beating them down. You know, right. Ms. Morrison and AJ Styles are beating him down after the match. Sheamus comes to help and bro kicks him, then accidentally, and then Miz cashes in or whatever. Or he legitimately turns heel. That could I was going to say, if if anything, it's setting up for that. You know, we got the bait and switch this past week. Now we're right. getting the real turn at. Now he really does it. And and by the way, I love the promos every week where he says, "I'm going to go turn heel on my <laughs> partner." Like, like whoever's backstage is like, we know that you're, was it Keith Lee or someone that went up the Seamus? By the way, since when are Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre best friends? Is that like a thing they're trying to push on us? Well, they teased that right when he debuted. That was kind of why Keith Lee was facing Randy Orton, that they were best friends for some reason. Right, correct, with no background to it. He's like, like, don't, you know, I know you're just going to betray my best friend. That kind of was like, okay. But like, and then he's like, Okay, hold on. I have a match. I got to go turn on my best friend or whatever. <laughs> like that's kind of neat that he said he's. That's what twice in a row that they did that. By the way, it's also would they have been an evolve together? Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, it's like, very well, that possible that it's true. It's just never been a right, part they, of they their character. Right, they haven't really addressed it other than to just say that it's that's the way it is. Like they've done nothing to tell us why they were best friends, which makes which leaves you with that. Like, is it true or not? It's possible. It's true. But it would have been. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's possible that it's true. If it is true, it would have been nice at some point for them to like find some pictures somewhere of them right. hanging out together at Evolve to show that they have been friends for some time, right? Like that would have been a, a a really clever way of going about doing this. All right, let's let's hammer out War Games quickly, um, and then we'll save uh, AEW and we can talk about that with uh, with John. Um, I, the only issue that I have. I guess it's twofold. What who so who do we know was unavailable for Wednesday night's show because of their injuries? I don't know if we have a full list. There was a woman, um one of the one of the women's competitors. Okay. I, to... The two things that jumped out at me the most. One Shotzi. by the way, one the war war games was great. Let me the, the show itself I thought was was really good. Yeah. Um I was disappointed that Undisputed Era wins a War Games match, and essentially by Wednesday that didn't matter. Yeah, there was. Well, it, it also was the least interesting match for me. I, I I was going to say I did not enjoy that War Games match very much. Um, really? Because and and, and here's here's kind of my take, and I'm I'm going to say this in a little bit of a hot takey style, but there's some truth. They have fully scripted for the past couple of years. Fully like they they have a formula for the war games match you know you you start out with a one-on-one thing people introduce weapons as they come into the match you get a couple high spots as you get the four and four and then you get the finish like it the the men's match was largely the same as the women's match when you like kind of plotted x's and o's style and because of that because you didn't have anything set it apart it really fell flat to me it's interesting i i texted this to aaron and i i'd have to watch it again because I don't know if it, I was just so tired at the time that I was 
almost bored by it. Like, like at the same time, I'm watching it, and these guys are doing great stuff, right? It, I think it's maybe Aaron touched on how I was feeling, and I just didn't know how to articulate it, which is that maybe I just saw this stuff before, and it just wasn't. I don't know. The rest of the show popped popped a lot harder for me, and then this one, I just it it just didn't work. I don't I don't know. It was just. It's weird. I don't. I didn't think it was like a classic, but I didn't have the feelings that you guys did. I thought it, it worked. Didn't suck by any means. I, I, I don't know what like, I'm trying a, to say. In a, in a way, it wasn't, wasn't exciting. Yeah, there was nothing memorable about. Well, and that, but yeah. the, okay, I'll, I'll speak to that. That I think comes when you've decided that you're going to book a war games match around someone who's not a wrestler. Like right. that, that you're right. going to get. But that you could have done some sort of super super crazy spot. That's you I mean, know they, we remember they, for they now. They did. I mean, like they did a, a crazy spot of him going up to the the top and just, but. Like, but we had just seen that with Eo. I under- that she did with a trash can. I, like, and I understand that that's. But this is what happens when you decide that you're building a story around somebody who's a non wrestler. Now that's a criticism. To be fair, like it's a. Crit- criticism when you decide that you're building an entire war games match around someone who isn't a professional wrestler and this is the way it's going to work right like this is the most you can possibly ask for i i guess maybe that led to me grading on a curve like as a whole there was a huge problem the the huge problem was they this entire story was about pat fucking mcafee and this is what you get when you do an entire story about pat mcafee you you get this now based on that curve i thought they probably did about as well as they possibly could have done um, I, I, I liked the match. I didn't think it was like a classic. I didn't, I, I've said before, I've always thought like, I do not have the affinity for war games that other people do. This goes back to my like WCW blind spot. I, it does not, WCW's heyday does not mean to me what it means to a lot of people. Um, I, I don't, war games itself, the, really you could do any other type of match that's just crazy and it would be just fine by me. I frankly think it's largely too convoluted. Like, it, it's just too much. The reminder that the match hasn't started yet. The reminder that you've been beating the living shit out of each other and then one pinfall is all that, like, changes this. And, like, all of that, it's, it's, it's just the War Games concept doesn't do a ton for me. As far as it being wild and, and nuts and a lot to look at, I thought it checked all those boxes and I was entertained by it. But I, do I think it was a classic that I'll remember forever? No, if I'm being truthful about it, I don't feel that way about any of the other War Games matches just because the War Games concept isn't one that I care about all that much. To, to be fair, this isn't the War Games concept, and which is, you know, it goes back to, and I think it has kind of contributed to this, what I view as as a just kind of scripted, you know, the same script every time. I mean, it's, it's, it's close enough, though. Well, no, I mean, you didn't have high spots. You didn't, you know, like, it wasn't about high spots in the old War Games matches. It was about beating the living shit out of each so other. So it was even more boring then. I mean, you, well, it depends on what type of thing you like, but it, you know, there are some people who would say, and I didn't necessarily have a particular affinity for it, but there are some people who say today, this is not War Games. Because it's See, about a lot trying of people to find say a lot of things. I understand that. I, I've gone back and watched a couple of those matches in the past couple of years, and none of them were good. Like, I can't find a good one. I've watched three of them, and they all were, like, fast-forwarding. I, I just I couldn't do it. They were too long. You know, the high spots add something to it, I, I, not take away. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to participate in that silly argument. But, like, I, I, I just think that it's what Glenn said. It, it's, it's not – it's like I, I don't have to talk myself into a concept to, like, the match. I don't have to – I also don't have to um, – like a concept to like a match. Like if I could hate the concept and the performers could kill it. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? This just didn't work. Like these performers just didn't do anything for me. I mean, it was that they, they, 
it, it's it's the Pat McAfee thing. It's it. There wasn't that great of a story. There was no consequence to it. Like we all know. Like the, I don't know. Like what what were we going to come out of this match? with any result that mattered. That, that, it, I, it, and that is a tricky part about how they've been doing war games, right? Like it is, it has to be formulaic. We know what time of the year that war games is on the calendar. So when you start seeing people bunched up together, you say, Oh, right. This is why they're bunched up together. They're bunched up to, together to do war games. It's, kind of survivor series in that way right like at the same time i thought they did a tremendous job with the women's match well i i i, right. I, I actually i love the women's match i truly love the yeah, women's yeah. match i guess what i would say is if i love the women's match i don't think i could not like the men's match like i can get the arguments that you're making but i don't think that they were so different that you could say hey i love this thing but didn't feel anything on this thing like i thought well, i want was... to go back to what, what like when i, 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 I think that's texting. the exact reason why you can say that yes <laughs> It's exactly the reason, because if you put this match on, like, Extreme Rules, it's probably, maybe not the best match, but it's probably one of the more memorable matches. On this card, I think this is what Aaron and I were saying the other night, it was, the, it was just the worst match on the card. That doesn't make it horrible. It just wasn't, it, it, and when you make that match last, when it's, you know, now, to be fair, this is my fault. I was watching it on delay, so by the time I got to that match, it was like 11.30, and I was tired, and that's, like, w normally when I watch the main event of a takeover at that point in the night, it wakes me up to the point where I can't go to bed for an hour well, after I mean, I, it's I, over. I'll agree with that. I would rather have a, a, a classic Johnny Gargano match than a, yeah. a War Games like, match. Even if but... that match would have been last. Like, I feel like I would have... I don't know. I didn't. That's the funny thing. I actually didn't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm over the. I. I have. I gotta be honest with you. I have no interest in Indy Hartwell, and I have no interest in. Um, oh God, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. I, I just. It's I, me, Austin. Like it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, not bad. It doesn't do anything for me. So but that match was fantastic. The match was really was good. I just the scream. The, the scream mask thing stopped being interesting to me. That the reveal could not have been less interesting to me. I'm like, R really? You want me? I'm supposed to care about this? Like, I, I got nothing for that. Like, that doesn't you know do a thing for what's me. funny, Glenn? The day before the event, I was online, and I read someone say they thought that's who it was going to be. Like, and I was like, they won't do that. Why? <laughs> why? Like, I am Wait, so why would out. you think that? Yeah. That's... Somebody posted it. It must have got leaked or something. Someone, I, I was it wasn't say, like the a... only way. There's no reason to believe that. No, yeah. but that's I guess he has okay, been doing I, I'm it. sorry. I framed that incorrectly. Like, someone said they heard it was going to be him. It wasn't like, I think oh, okay. it might oh, be us. Okay. Yeah. I said that incorrectly. It was like, a you know... Not like a Sean Sap or like someone yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, just somebody. Some like a real person that knows things. Like said they had heard rumors that he was being mentioned. At, and, and I was like, "There's no way that's true." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's really um, weird. I mean, it's uh, it's just weird. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I, cool. I do want to say this though, like because yes, like we could get into what they did Wednesday and but how I, problematic but I, but I do, all I, of that I, is. But if you're if you're gonna do war games, it should matter that you won the yeah. war games match. Like you should you should have well, that should be part of the show on Wednesday. Yeah. Is that it matters that you won that match, not immediately move on, not immediately. Hey, that didn't happen. Let's just be on with it, right? Like, and I get that on the women's side they did a better job. It bothered me that there was, like, literally Kyle O'Reilly comes out in the first segment as if there was no war games that occurred on Sunday night. Right, and, and, and on that top of that, he, he's the only one that lost to the champion recently. Right. <laughs> he, well. he lost to the champion, but at the same time, I, I actually take that back that I'm not going to remember anything from war games because the one thing that I took from it was 
when he did that one oh, like call yes. out showdown, that was the best part of the match. That yeah, was the it was. oh my god, there is something here in Kyle O'Reilly. They finally see it. Yep. This is the star of stars coming yep. out of this. No, match. you're right about that. No doubt. Uh, quickly, uh, what do you think of the fact that they're bringing Karrion Cross back, but not immediately going to Finn? No, they uh, are. They well, are. Then, they man, have to go to Damian Priest first. I mean, they can't yeah, do but, what they yeah, did. But, but they, everybody is overblowing this. They clearly, the first thing they did was have him, Finn Balor say he's ready to fight him. So that's happening. But I think they're going to give him a win over Damian Priest on the way. That's fine. I mean, I, I find it, but why? Yeah, like this is the he was the champion because Damian Priest was a douchebag to him. I mean, they told a story. It's not like they just did it. it, it Damian Priest uh, called out Scarlet and said all kinds of shit, and then he came out and beat him up. I mean, it was so logical. Who's the face and who's the heel? Right, you're saying that's logical. Well, Damian Priest is definitely a problematic face, and we've been saying that for a long time. So is Karrion Cross the face? I mean, this they do this all the time. <laughs> I mean, but that, it goes back to what I'm saying, though. Like, it's it's confusing. It's confusing. It's a little weird. I mean, you know the answer. You're just saying that to be uh, to be uh, argumentative. No, but, not. Like, I get oh, what you're saying. What do you mean? I'm doing that to be argumentative. It's you, weird. You're saying this is a perfectly logical story. If it's a no, perfectly no, logical, no, of course story. it's not. But I'm saying you know who the face. I mean, you know who's supposed to be the face. <laughs> I mean, they think that they think they well, that and that makes it a lot like that's the I was just pushing back at you saying, oh, you know, they're telling a logical story here. The only way they're telling a logical story is if they're doing a carry and cross like the redemption. Okay, you're okay. You're turning around. What I'm trying to say is they're telling a logical story in that if somebody said that to your girlfriend, you would do what carry and cross did. Whether that should be face heel, that's a whole. Yes, you're right about that part. I'm just saying he didn't attack him for no reason. It wasn't just like out of nowhere. They told a little story where, you know, he said, hey, tell your boy to come fight me. And so he did. <laughs> I mean, it's people are reacting to this online like that was completely out of nowhere. And it doesn't make any sense that he would want to fight Damian Priest before he fights Finn Balor. And I think what they did Wednesday does give you that. And and they also teased the Finn Balor thing. And you know it's coming. This isn't like this bizarre, like, why are they doing this moment? I just don't think it is. All right. I don't, I'm trying to suggest it's insane. It's worth discussion. Like, it's a whole mess. It is worth discussion. And, and, worth and discussion. this wasn't really... All that right. wasn't really directed at you. There was a lot of other people I read online saying similar things, but, like, leaving out the part where... Something actually happened no, on the show I, I to know. lead I, to I, I saw that. I, I guess that. it makes. Right. Here's what it boils down to. Yes, that makes sense in kayfabe, but why do it? Yeah, it's it's a fair question. To give him a win. I mean, let him let him let him have a match. They, back. they didn't feel the need because to give him a win before he became champion. Yeah, need a win. <laughs> they didn't feel the need to do that. Couldn't, couldn't they argue? Couldn't you argue next week? They could say they fight for the number one contendership or whatever. But why should he have to why? fight for that? <laughs> he, he didn't, didn't lose. lose his title. All right. There are no all right. rematches. In all right, WWE. all right, guys. There are no yeah, title yeah, rematches. I've heard that. It's not a rematch. We'll get. We'll. We'll no cover. Match. Let's stop. Stop. John Minadakis is here from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. We love him. What's going on, Yay. brother? What's up, guys? How's it going? We're all right, man. We're just doing what we always do and, and being idiots talking about wrestling. You know how this goes. Um, hey, love the passion, man. Love I, the passion. I, I, I know. We're gonna. You and I are gonna talk in a second more about uh, AW. But before we do that, let's talk about you guys. Um, I know you got dealt another bad hand 
this week. It sucks. There's no getting around it. But the reason why we love you is because we see how you respond when you're dealt a bad hand. And and dining is going to close, but you guys are not. Yeah, man. Just a uh, good way of putting it, I guess. <laughs> that was another bad hand. Just not a good day at the uh, table. Not a good year at the table. But, uh, you know. Just got to keep uh, plugging forward and, you know, using that uh, sport mentality of never retreating and never surrendering and just uh, doing the best we can, man. Uh, you know, fortunately, and you, put, you probably know this because you watched uh, the business kind of grow over the years, we will make it. You know, we do have food trucks. We do have shipping capabilities. We do have a carryout. But, you know, I'm, I'm not concerned about myself this time. You know, I'm used the platform that we've been blessed with over the years through our social media stunts to be like, God, I hate to use this because I'm not a fan of his. I want to be like the voice of the voiceless, a.k.a. CM Punk. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I really want to stick up for these restaurants, you know, and these bars that they're not going to make it. There's no, there's no other way around it, you know. And uh, Governor Hogan just referred to it, you know, within the past hours, death sentence to a lot of small businesses. And there's no aid coming. There's no relief coming. Um, you know, um, there's, you know, you can't have restrictions without relief. You know, they, they coincide with each other, or Correct. else, you know, the the previously mentioned death sentence uh, comes out to play. And you know, to have twenty thousand city restaurant and bar industry employees literally put out on the streets uh, two weeks before Christmas is just inhumane. And uh, you know, I'm taking care of my own man. Uh, you know, we're starting to fund up. Uh, we're going to raise a ton of money for our employees. Nobody's getting laid off. They have my word on that for the second time. Can't believe we're going through this again. Uh, you know, we'll find work for them and we'll raise money for them. They'll be fine. But I, I'm just really worried about, you know, the Fells Point bars, you know, the Federal Hill bars, the Canton bars that, you know, can't do anything because they're closed. So let me let me react to something, boys. Did you guys notice that uh, John referred to it as a tough day at the table? And wouldn't that technically make John the head of the table? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's only one head of the table. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, man? How many wrestling fans on Thanksgiving this year made it a point, right? To one hundred percent. And how many of their family members appreciated? What that was all about. <laughs> Maybe this is the WrestleMania match that we've been missing all this time. It's actually John and Roman to be the head of the table. That's actually <laughs> yeah. what we're looking for. Um, you know, even personally, you know, with, with my family, I made sure to sit there. And you really? Comment, and they all looked at me like I had It went over everybody's head. Nobody understood it. And I was like, man, this is probably happening around the country right now. <laughs> wait, hang on a but wait a second. All right. Uh, for those that don't know, of course, uh, uh, John's father was, was Jimmy, and, and Jimmy passed away. Who has typically sat at the head of the table since your father passed away? I do. Okay. All right. I so. made the point to use the, the catchphrase. <laughs> I am the head of and the table. Yeah. Uh, did did you wear the shirt? Isn't there a shirt? <laughs> oh, it's so great, dude. That's so great. All right. So you mentioned a couple. Th so everybody loves Jimmy's. My God, what is there not to love about Jimmy's? It's Jimmy's, for Christ's sakes. Um, what if for people that say, okay, if we can't go there and sit down and enjoy all of the remodeling that you've done and how freaking impeccable it all is, if we can't do that, what can we enjoy? What do they need to know? Yeah, it's wild, right? We just did all that remodeling. My and we God. We to all the guidelines and we created outdoor seating, and now you can't sit outside. 
But anyways, to answer the question, man, and, and bear with me because we have created a lot of ways for people to support us and support our employees. Uh, obviously, the food truck, uh, we have three of them now working on fourth, and they'll be around the state, uh, even going up to PA. So just uh, if you can just follow us on social media, and we post our, our schedules weekly, if not daily. Um, carry out, of course, traditional. Uh, we've had that since I was a baby. Curbside, so you don't have to come in. Uh, nationwide delivery, so if you live in Maryland, California, Florida, it doesn't matter. You can have those crab cakes the next day. And I'm going to segue into wrestling towards the end of that on that side of things. Of course, we have the meal prep line, jimmysfamousmeals.com, for people that are trying to eat healthy and clean while they're locked down. And, of course, uh, social media, we're doing fundraisers for our staff uh, where you can virtually tip them, and we're just using the 300,000-ish uh, followers to our advantage right now when we need them most to keep our people going strong. And uh, you know, just to segue you know, to wrestling, because this is a wrestling show, and I definitely appreciate you guys having me on and using your platform to, to get the word out for you know our staff and our employees. I've been so freaking overwhelmed, man, by um, the support, and I'm sure you've seen it, Glenn, especially on Twitter, yep. that like all the professional wrestlers have been you know throwing at Jimmy's the last you know 24 hours. You know, MJF, yep. uh, Drew McIntyre, Carl Anderson. Uh, the list goes on and on. Nick Aldis, uh, Al Snow, Carl, and it, it just—it's it's so overwhelming, right? Because at the end of the day, man, we're all fans, and you know, I can try and play it cool all I want when they're here, but you know, I'm still a fan deep down. And to have you know people that you're a fan of go to work, you know, some, you know, showing love to your business and your employees is just so humbling. And um, Tommy Dreamer today on Busted Open Radio put, you know, and and it, it's it's automatic because you know wrestling fans are so passionate yep. about you know the people that they love that they go online and they order these crab cakes and it's, it's so freaking humbling man and they leave these tips for our packers and segueing into tips man we are doing our toys for tots event and you know I would love to talk about that and Chris Jericho bought a ticket to it dude today Holy shit. and he, I, I recognize his real name and uh. the guy left and I don't care if he wants me to put this business out there or not he left a four hundred dollar donation on top of the ticket. I mean, the guy is just the undisputed goat uh, in my eyes uh, for you know, a lot of the things that he's done similar to this throughout the course of history. I mean, how many times have we seen a family member of a wrestler uh, pass away and Jericho's name pops up on the GoFundMe? It's just crazy. The guy is just as, as great as they come. I, uh, what was the line from uh, Dark Side of the Ring from uh, the... Wrestling's Angel. It was a wrestling angel, right? Like, that was the line. It really is, man. Like, uh, and the older he gets... Just the more we appreciate, uh, you know, how special he really is. I've always referred to him as the David Bowie of wrestling and the ability of, you know, that he has to recreate himself consistently and, and successfully each time. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to him. Man. I'm forever in that guy's debt. That's incredible. Too. You know, That's incredible. So man. That's really incredible. So, to, so what, to get involved with the Toys for Tots thing, what do people need to do? Yeah, John? the Toys for Tots, man. Obviously, there's a wrestling tie-in there. This like there is with everything we do here at Jimmy's. Uh, it's virtual this year, obviously, because we can't have people here. So we're going to make the best out of it, man. We're going to make uh, crab soup out of cold crabs, as I like to say. And um, we're going to do it virtually on December 20th, so you can purchase your ticket anytime between now and then. We will send the food to your house if you're out of state. If you're in state, you can come here, give your toy to the Marines who will be waiting. You can uh, give uh, get your meal and your liquor basket from Santa Claus, go home, and enjoy a two-hour concert from 6 to 8 with uh, Joey Harcum and Ray Roten, two awesome local musicians. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. I know Joey. And for I sure. have, yeah. um, 
Pat Sajak is going to be hosting the event. Holy shit. Nice. Colin <laughs> Cowherd is going to be part of it. Uh, Cal Ripken is going to be a part of it. And the previously mentioned head of the table. The other Roman head of the table. Yeah, the other head of the table. Part of it. The head of the oh, other yeah, that's table. Where that yeah, that's where that's happening. So we're just really making the best out of this, man. And, you know, we hope that wrestling fans will be part of this. It's going to be a really cool event. Uh, we're going to do cooking demonstrations, bartending demonstrations. It's going to be two action-packed hours just like AEW Dynamite, which almost did a 1.0 rating last night. Yeah, I heard that. We'll talk about that in a second. Hang on. Before you and I talk about Cody and Sting, which has to happen, um, I need you to tell me if when I order carryout next, I, I have not been able to get over yet to try a Bruiser Burger. Yeah, I, I need to do it. We need to talk about it <sighs> for just a second, man. I don't want to make you cry, but... Um, can I still can I order a Bruiser Burger via carryout? Bruiser Burger is a lifelong permanent menu item. Glenn, I mean, you'll be able to order that this week, next week, next year, next decade, next millennium. Uh, you know that guy was just such an angel, uh, such a blessing to so many people, such a a father figure to so many people uh, that I just uh, I'll be carrying him for the rest of my life in my heart, in my actions, in my words, and I just had to do something professionally for him as well and uh, short term the money will be going to uh, leukemia and lymphoma society of course because he lost well he stopped fighting uh, yeah sure leukemia. sure and um long term you know we will set up you know a 501c3 for his family and uh, make sure the money goes to them all right we're gonna jump into our uh, aw conversation after this <clears throat> you're super excited about cody rhodes versus sting right now, uh, yeah. I think you were probably shocked that they would use Sting to work with Cody. Yeah, stunner. Real stunner, yes. man. Got to yes. be honest with you, it floored me. Just absolutely floored me. No, I could have never have seen that coming. But, you know, it's about time. It's about time Cody Rhodes got something thrown his way, man. You know, just just a real hard worker. That, for fuck's sake. All right, I love you. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk Cody, about it. Cody, the uh, fans are kind of starting to turn on you. Um, I think you know it's time for that that, that heel turn, man. It, it can really it can really work. No, 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 no. Just go, go get me sting. Go get me sting. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that instead. We'll just keep doing this. We'll talk about it more, John. Um, I, dude, you know we got your back. We we love you, um, guys, man. Thanks always. for support from day one, man. And just uh, like I said, uh, it's really overwhelmed by the support of the wrestling community, man. You know, as much as uh, mainstream culture and mainstream media wants to kind of, you know, laugh at us and call us book readers and whatnot, man, like wrestling fans stick together like freaking no other. And uh, I'm seeing that firsthand right now. And, you know, I'm just really emotional about it. You know, it brings tears to my eyes. I've been, you know, freaking master like 24 hours. But there's just something special about that wrestling community, man. We can argue all we want about AEW and NXT and who deserves to push and who doesn't and who's overpushed. Uh, at the end of the day, man, we're all just passionate about what we love and uh we are uh, you know brotherhood of sorts and it's really cool to see it uh, just really affect me personally and then it helped my employees out so much all right there's no question bro there's no question john we'll talk to you soon brother all Thanks, right guys see you appreciate it john minadakis from uh, jimmy's famous seafood it sucks man it's just the way it is you know brandon yeah. obviously your business has been you know, yeah, blown apart. Right, completely blown apart by everything that's happened in the past year. It just sucks. It just sucks. Um, and and yeah, uh, I, I don't know what else there is to say. But I'll continue to support John and and what he does, and have always cherished our relationship. Um, let's jump back in. Let's go back to AW. 
uh, Aaron, remember a week ago when you were like, maybe it'll just be a one-time <laughs> thing. And I never said it would be a one-time thing. I just said it that one time. It was unoffensive. Mm. Okay. <laughs> would you that like did to not age well? Would you like to follow up in any sort of way, or you still want well, that? I, to... I mean, come on, Sting, Sting running down Cody should be your avatar. Yeah, I saw there. you tweet that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not interested in that either. Well, you know why? Because it, it involves be else. Sting. Like, what the fuck is this? I, I'm not even, I don't want to spend that much more time on, it's so bad and so embarrassing, and everyone who is throwing themselves behind this should be so embarrassed at the, by themselves um, about how just stupid they have been, knowing damn well that if somebody else was doing this, they would hate it. Um, guys, but wait, guys, wait, 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 wait for it. Ready? Yeah. It's Sting! Yeah, that's... Okay, I, everything's great. I, I am... that. By the way... Everything's great because of that. The The number of people that are pretending like that's such a big deal. I, I, it's a bit on a podcast. Is that what it is? Is it's that all it is? Oh, I, con- I thought it was genuinely like that's what it was from WCW. Well, no, it, like, it, that's no what I, it, it's both, Aaron. So that's legitimately what it was. But then on the podcast, they made it a bit. Because Tony Schiavone it, has a podcast with Conrad. Okay. And... They would he would do it all the time, and they would sort of make fun of it, and he would do it like they would do these watch alongs where they would watch uh, an old WCW pay per view, and Tony would kind of shit all over the pay per view, but then every time they showed Sting, he would do the it's Sting thing. So I don't think anyone would care about that if they didn't do that. I mean, it is so weird how much of a big deal they're trying to make that out to be. Like I've got, and I do have friends that are significant it's wrestling. WWE doing the Jeff Jarrett song. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's that's why they did that. Yeah, I do, and we made fun of that. Like yep. <laughs> nobody cares about this as much as you think we do. Um, I whatever, man. Like I, I don't, need, I just don't want to spend more time on it because it's just bad for my mental health. Like it's just bad for my mental health. It sucks. It's terrible. There's a million reasons why it's terrible. I have laid them out in so many episodes that I just don't feel the need to keep doing it each and every week. So let's talk about like, something else. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick though, what? if you're going to like, it seems like they're going to do the uh, Darby is the new age thing, or is no, that well a little bit? But I'm, I'm no. I mean, this is not. There's nothing. Okay. I, I can't tell you with confidence this is going to be about Darby in the way we want it to be. But oh, it he, won't be in be the way involved. we want it to be. But. <laughs> well, no, but that's what I'm, I'm afraid what the story they're going to tell is that Sting is going to be the one to point out all the things that we say about Cody's character. And that he's going to be the guy who is supposed to be the truth or whatever that is pointing out like all the things that Cody is doing, like it's going to be like, like it's it's Triple H. All it's, but hang Triple on, H let's thing. let's make that clear. It's that we mean that the second person that's done that, um, the first person that was allowed to do that was Jake the Snake Roberts. Right. The second person <laughs> will be Sting. They're right. using that role <laughs> to help Jake the Snake Roberts and Steve Borden. And if it culminates in a match, it's exactly the Triple H thing. Like that's what your plate did. So I was having a conversation with somebody. They were like, "Well, you know, now that we have cinematic matches, you know, we we can do this, you know, realistically with the C." I said, "Okay, so what's the good here? Either you're having Cody beat Sting, in which case, what the hell was the point? Or you're having Sting beat Cody, and <laughs> oh my God, that's somehow worse." I, <laughs> and I, by the way, I just want to remind everybody the situation. 
WWE was in the center of the authority angle, and Sting came in to help the WWE side at Survivor Series overcome the authority and feuded with this guy that was this uh, misguided uh, head of the company that was also putting himself over all the time. Yeah, it does sound familiar. <laughs> You're not wrong. It does sound familiar. Cool. Okay. Uh, the Kenny Omega Impact thing. Um, it clearly was quite good for Impact. It got them their best number in some time, understandably so. I just I just got an email, 750,000 with all yeah. of the platforms and YouTube what? and everything combined. Yep. I saw. I mean, but again, that includes everything. That, that includes that's, YouTube. They put right. their full episode on YouTube. Yeah. So. yeah that's yeah, not. Well, actually, I discovered something. That was the only way I was able to watch it. You don't have access? I don't have that channel. That's what about weird. Twitch? It's on Twitch huh? live. Okay, but do you watch anything live? I, I, I actually did watch this live. I happened to. I, I, I don't I generally don't watch much live other than maybe a pay-per-view here and there, maybe a raw here and there. But like actually I can't even say, but I think there's one raw I watched live in the past year. Um I I can't watch it. Tried. Yeah, access isn't on everywhere. So, That's why they I do did it on discover Twitch. it on. Yeah, I did this. Discover someone posted that it was on YouTube. So I did kind of watch it that way. So I was, if uh, I'm being honest, I was not. I I hate saying it. I'm not nearly as excited as everybody else was. I don't care about Don Callis as much as everybody else does. Um, they just basically repeated the same things Tuesday night and Wednesday night, kind of making the segment like. Hey, we think you might have missed it here, so we're basically going to do the exact same thing the next night. Yeah. Um. I I feel like they're they're. I'm worried they're not getting to the point, which makes me worried that's because there really isn't a point. Right. Um. Like I I, I really worry that giving it an entire week to breathe and 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 we're going to get to two weeks by the time you get to uh, impact at least next week. Um. I'm. It's there's just nothing there. It's it's more just about Don Callis, who I Don Callis's presence in AEW does nothing for me. Like not not that I think he's bad. I just it doesn't. It, it's he, not. He's a fine character for the past few decades. Yeah, I mean, like I. Well, this is this is the second prob- most problematic thing in AEW, which is FOJ. Friends of oh, Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that's been as prevalent a problem for me to like I. I really don't. I am when I say I don't care about it. I'm not. I don't dislike it. I'm just neutral. Like it doesn't. I. I nothing it. Right. Like Don. Yeah. If all of this story is about getting Don Callis to AEW, I didn't need the story. You could have just had Don Callis show up one day, and it's fine. Right. Like that's not that significant to me. And I. And I. I think that they missed that. I think there's a little bit of a circle jerk going on, where they like they think that Don Callis is more important than he is. This is not. There's one person in the world that isn't a professional wrestler that is earth-shattering in the world of professional wrestling. That's Paul Heyman. Like, that's one. And I think that bothers a lot of people, and I think that they're they're trying to get themselves over more than they should be. That that's that that, that era of professional wrestling is largely over. Um the managers matter where other guys in other roles are, are overwhelmingly significant. They're, and I hate to say it that way, but like that's, you can be really great backstage and be really important for a company. And, and that should be what your role is. The, the on air side of it just is, 
it doesn't do that much for me anymore. Um, you know, that there's one there's one guy that's that's the list right and frankly he's not even doing as much on air at the moment is the weird part so if that's all this is that's all it is it's it's a big dud for me i still think there's got to be more to it but if there is i think they should have started laying that foundation over the course of the two shows they did this week well i mean they did strongly hint more than hint that it's going to be rich swan versus kenny omega pretty imminently well, there's something else they did. I mean, the, I I think the most significant segment on Impact was the thing that Tony Khan did. The, um, the paid, oh, ad, yeah, the paid the, advertisement. The fake, uh, right. That was yeah. good. Because that. That, that was actually him shitting all over Impact for five minutes or however long it went on. Um, and so that would suggest some kind of... I, I don't think any of this is going to turn out to be something I'm going to love. Like or or that or that I don't know how do I want to word this. What what did we say last week? How is this going to end up mattering or being beneficial? Like, of course, it's going to be beneficial to Impact. I think if you just end up doing an Impact versus AEW pay per view or something, I don't know how impactful that really is. If that's all this, I don't think that's unfair to say. I don't. I mean, I I I don't know how it could. Not that I won't watch it because I definitely. And to your point, just I just don't know where it's going. If if we get Kenny Omega, Rich Swan, that's cool. I like Rich Swan, but like, yeah, I mean, like, for is that earth shattering or is that just another? I I, I'm not going to say again the the earth shattering. I, I would say it if Kenny also won the Impact Belt, it's something it's notable it's obviously historic I, is it earth shattering well you know you we can i think uh, that's the part know, argue about right. what does earth shattering mean is it notable yes now again i don't know what aew is getting out of this from a business side and that's why i keep going back to the idea that like it there has to be more of a like you know what, what they alluded to in that little promo that they did that like the possibility of tony khan buying impact or they've becoming partners in some way I, I, this to me isn't doing a lot to, and again, as we brought up last week, there's a bigger problem, which is you're struggling to get your own guys on the show, and you know you've you've got a sort of a bukkake of performers. This to me only ever really made sense if you were kind of coalescing and making impact your second show of the week, and if you're ultimately getting there, you're ultimately getting there. That's interesting for AEW, but it also you know unfortunately means it's less for impact. I don't know. I'm I'm not I I think I keep trying to sell myself on this all is okay if I'm getting the good brothers and the young bucks out of it right yes. like <laughs> that, that everything is fine if I'm getting that but we allowed ourselves to get carried away about what it really could be and I think I think that really hit me over the head this week the exciting part is the unknown the yeah. known isn't great <laughs> like right. and can't be great the unknown, the anything could happen is why it comes off as exciting until you realize, like, no, not anything can happen because there is a limit to what can happen. That what they're really trying to play for is the you've got to tune in the next one. I just don't ultimately know there can be any payoff that I'm like, wow, like that blew my mind and really made it worth it to watch all of these shows and to add two more hours of wrestling watching a week to my to my schedule. I don't I don't know if you're going to be capable of doing that. And the other thing that I think, you know, man, I really don't want to have to say this. It's it's just something that has to be said. Like, because I like Rich Swan, 
I, I do. I think he's really talented. But, like, how is that an exciting match? I don't understand who that's for. There's 10, 15 people on your own show that would be a much better compelling match than that. I'm sorry. Well, it, like, it's, it's exciting for this. Sort of, it's not so much it's Rich Swan. It's that you have two people potentially fighting for. But belts that's of- why this is problematic, because they don't have anybody in that role that makes this like a headline grabbing thing. Like, to me, this is like something sp- people might actually not watch that. You know what I mean? Or just like kind of skim over. Like, that's not a must see thing. Like if, if if this were let's say it was NXT and AEW and Finn Balor might fight MJF like that is a headline gra- like or, or Finn Balor versus Kenny Omega like people would lose their fucking minds like who is on their roster that can make that happen that's I think that's the problem with the whole thing it's like the by it's what Glenn is saying the idea seems really like whoa but then when you see what that culminates in it's not. I don't know. Like, I'm sure the match will be really good, but I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I just don't. I think there's nothing wrong with saying if you look at at AEW's roster and you injected Rich Swan into that roster, you would not envision Rich Swan immediately being in the title picture. No, not at all. Like, not even close. I think there's nothing wrong with saying. I, I, I think that might be a little bit of you falling back on Rich Swan, WWE performer. Like, like, sure, and that's, I mean, that's, well, and, and the fact that you who are you trying to attract with this? Well, and, and that and people it comes that are already back to watching this. your show or other people. Yeah, and and that's what it comes down to. It's not so much because, and again, I haven't you know regularly kept up with Impact. I'll, I'll watch you know maybe one episode a month. I'll catch highlights, whatever. Um, so, you know, Rich Swan actually doing great work there, but not a lot of people know. But what it comes de- down to is. AEW is bigger than Impact. What is AEW getting out of this? Right, right. That's I, I, I don't know. And I, right now, I guess the answer is they're getting an amount of, of, of what I just said of, of what could be right. Like there's intrigue. Big yeah. picture, I don't know what they could be getting out of this. I just, I don't know that there's anything there unless ultimately it's sort of co-opting. At, you know the, the two hours on Access TV on Tuesday nights as as an AEW show, um, unless it's TNT doesn't want to give us two more hours, like they don't, like we're gonna we're gonna take these two hours and we're gonna use it to start identifying other shows. They already have this like issue where they're they like I'll, I'll give you an example from this week. Abaddon. Abaddon's a really interesting performer, right? If you've just watched AEW Dynamite and nothing else for the last couple of months, do you really care all that much about Abaddon? No. She's fought twice. Right. And yet, they're immediately injecting her into this amazing thing, and we're all supposed to give a shit about Abaddon. That could be beneficial if you could get people to watch Abaddon on Tuesday nights for then her to be... Like, if you can make that happen, that there are more AEW performers on Tuesday nights and you can get a bigger audience on Tuesday nights... You could make a compelling argument that it's relevant. That's about the only thing I can give you. That's that's about it. Um, but we got to wrap up for the week. Anybody well, want to? Here's here, here's the one thing that they could uh, get out of it, though. <laughs> this is kind of a dickhead thing to say, but it's just true. They could say, you know, if I think it would, you could make a compelling argument that AEW should say, "We'll do this thing with Kenny Omega, and we'll, you know, put guys on the show or whatever, you know." As long as you give us all of your women's wrestlers, <laughs> because 
they have a lot better of a women's division than AEW does, and I I could see them wanting several of those people. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a good women's division. The problem is, yeah. I, I don't know that AEW has a bad women's division. We have no idea if they've got a women, good women's division uh, or not, fair. because they but haven't I, done have shit with it. Impact arguably has the best women's division yes, in wrestling. Yes, well, NXT's yeah. got a pretty fucking good one, too, man. It yeah, is well, good, but you could argue Impact is bad. Impact, like, whatever you say about Impact over the yeah, years, I hear their women's division has always been top-notch. I hear you. All right, uh, anybody want to play? Hey, wait, but wait, but wait. But I, wait. I, I, I gotta go, man. I gotta go. Okay, but just Shaq. That's all I have to say. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I do want to say one thing real quick. Uh, One thing cool, uh, one cool thing. Impact is doing uh, Chris Bay, Rich Swan, the second time in you know Maryland major uh, American wrestling history to African Americans in the main event of a pay per view. That's cool. I dig that. That's the one that they're doing this weekend. Yeah, Bay and Swan. That's cool. All right. Anybody want to plug something? Uh, At the AO Sir, check out Veasan.com. Watch it on Xfinity. Yeah, and go to Jimmy's. Uh, no doubt. Uh, Brandon, you want to plug uh, something? No. At Brandon Linton at, uh, at Brandon Linton on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I know, there's a bunch of cool music coming out uh, last week and this week, so check it out. All right. Uh, at AJ Francis 410 at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to John Mendakis for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing okay. out? Oh, I was going to do it. Jobbing Shack. out! Shack.